Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for podcasters by podcasters. Podcasting Smarter is the official podcast from Podbean, featuring podcasting interviews, best practices, and helpful tips. We're here to give you the tools, resources, product updates, and news to help you get started podcasting and keep your podcast growing. Hello, and welcome to Podcasting Smarter. This is Norma Jean Belenke, Podbean's Head of Events. And in today's episode, we'll be speaking with Talib Jasir of the Afros and Audio Podcasting Conference for a conversation where we'll get into Afros and Audio's live event, their podcasting network, supporting Black creators, and so much more. Stay tuned. And here we go. Hi, Talib. How's it going? Going great. Thank you. Good, good. We are so excited to have you here today. So just jumping in, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into podcasting. And then we'll jump into Afros and Audios and what you guys are doing there. Okay, absolutely. So I started Afros and Audio in 2018. And it was because I had done a short limited series comedy fiction podcast 2017. And I was really looking for some communities to find support and resources to continue to work on that craft. And it was a hard sell because at the time in 2017, there weren't a lot of Black creatives that were doing a fiction podcast. And so Afros and Audio really started to look to build community around that specifically. And so it was very niched, very specific. And after about a year and a half of it not really moving or really going anywhere or being able to pull in different creators that I was looking for, I almost quit. I'm a creative, so I know how to start and stop something really quickly. But something about Afros and Audio, I don't know if it was the logo, I don't know if it was the catchy title or the medium of podcasting, but I didn't want to let it go. And so I consulted a friend of mine and a fellow podcaster, and he advised, he said, you know, you should think about doing some events. To this day, I think he thought I was going to leave that thinking about a two-hour meetup, and I left there thinking about a two-day conference. And that's how Afros and Audio came to be. Amazing. Amazing. So for everybody listening, Afros and Audios is a conference, a podcasting conference that highlights and showcases Black creators. And it's coming up this October, the 22nd through 23rd. I believe it's on the East Coast in Philly. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Yep. Warwick Rick Square Hotel. Absolutely. And so Talib, how did you get into podcasting? Tell us a little bit about your journey. Well, I learned of podcasting, much like everyone else who kind of gets involved as, as a creative. I've written, I'm an author. I do several different things. And at the time, again, in 2017, I knew of podcasting, never really did any work inside of it. But I always have been fascinated with audio dramas. I started as a kid just watching The Christmas Story and Ralphie sitting at the radio and listening to his favorite show and how that just every affect that that gave him about uh, listening to this, this audio drama and his imagination, and all that. It really fascinated. And then I also grew up in an area where there was a radio station that did an audio drama soap opera every morning on our way to school. And so it just really captured my attention, this ability to tell a story with drama and sound effects and music and all these things and capture your imagination. And so it was always kind of a long dream of mine to do some audio drama as well. But I never suspected this thing called podcasting become a thing on demand entertainment. And so that's really how I got involved when I decided in 2017 that it was time for me to set out on this audio drama dream that I always had and then discovered that podcasting was the exact medium to do that in. That's how I got started. 
Amazing. And I think it's something where every podcaster's journey is different, right? And, you know, 20 years ago, nobody envisioned that we'd be here. So it's pretty exciting. So in terms of your inspirations for your first shows and that learning curve, because a lot of podcasters are self-taught. There's a few that have a more traditional background, but it really is kind of a self-taught medium in so many ways. So what were the ways that you kind of dug in in terms of production and started to learn about scripted and fiction audio? Yeah. So I had been studying scripted audio and audio drums for years. Like I said, it was a dream of mine. I just didn't really know how to put the pieces together. And so I really, at that time, I leaned on some support. I had no idea how to produce, edit or anything like that. Not like I do now. And so it was me reaching out for people. I'm also a life coach. So I really am a big proponent for people for reaching for support I and mean, not being alone in things that we want to do and that we want to create when there are people out here who actually do it all the time and are right there for you. We just have to reach for that support. And so that's what I did. Work with the production studio house and I cast it. I directed it. I produced it. And that was all very natural for me because it's what I do. It's part of me. And so it was very organic, but also at the same time, there was levels of it that I knew my limitations. And so I reached for support and I received that support. It was pro bono, which I was super appreciative for. And they did the work. I'm a big, big stickler on audio and production. And so even though they did the work, there were times that I had to jump in just because like, oh, I don't like that they left that in here. And so I learned in that way, right then and there. They had laid the foundation. That was my turn to kind of say, how can I make this and better prove on this? And that's what I did. And that's kind of how I learned. That was my beginning of editing and producing and understanding the back end part of podcasting. Fantastic. And what was that first show about? Like I said, it's a comedy series. It's called The Fussings Until One of Us is Dead. And it's a four-part series. And it's a rom-com, really. And it was my first ever production. It, it happened in a matter of two weeks, literally. And I cast it. We recorded it. We produced it. It was edited. And then I turned that out. And then a few months down the road, I continued to kind of work on it because that's the beauty of podcasting is that you can kind of continue to work on it even once it's been published. Unlike television, where everybody sees it right then and there and pencils are down. And so that's what it's about. It's a rom-com. It's about a young Black couple in the city who are kind of figuring out their way. And it's very, very loosely based on The Bickersons, which is a 1920s radio audio drama. And that was, again, my studying of audio dramas for years and really not seeing anyone who looked like us or looked like me inside of that golden era of radio, unless there was a caricature of our person, our personas and our personalities and all that sort of thing. We weren't characters, writers or anything, with the exception of one person who did end up doing the work and during that time. And he actually got stopped because of the McCarthy era. And I'm struggling to remember his name right now in this moment, but I'll get back to you on that. Okay, sounds good. We'll have it in the show notes. So I think representation is so important because once we see that something's achievable, it empowers everyone in our community. So that's really important. And I think in terms of Afros and audio, you know, you're creating that community. So not only is there representation, but there's also community and support to uplift everybody who wants to get into podcasting. So tell us a little bit about the conference and what it's like. I know that you guys are in person and virtual. So tell us a little bit about what the Afros and audio experience is like. 
Sure. And we actually started as in person and uh, live streamed it. So that was what we've done this. We've been here before. We did that in 2019. We were in Brooklyn, New York at the Bedford Ave in Brooklyn. And that was the first it was the inaugural event. It was amazing. It was something that I was in awe of that it actually turned out and the see this idea again that came from just one conversation. And knowing that if I was looking for community, then others were probably looking for it as well. Um, and again, this was in 2018. So it is the first conference that focuses on and supports independent Black podcast creatives and audio professionals. And so when we live streamed it as well. And so the goal was to always have it in June in person and then COVID struck. And so that had us pivot. It took me a while to accept the fact that COVID wasn't going anywhere. Like I was waiting for it just to go away. And it didn't. So it took us a minute to get that ball rolling and those plans. So we had to push it to like the fall and which is what we did. And so it started in summertime, Brooklyn fun, ended up in November time frame, virtual only. And we did that for two years. And so this year, even though I do believe that the COVID is trying to make a strong run for presidency again, and, and we have other things going on, I thought it was time. And our attendees have been really looking forward to person event. And so we're taking the necessary precautions and we're making sure that we have plenty of space to gather. But we'll be back in person in Philly and, and really, really looking forward to it. Absolutely. And the attendance experience is it's live panels. It's a lot of networking. It's really an opportunity to connect with the Black podcaster community. Is that correct? Absolutely. It's an opportunity for us really to, again, I mentioned support earlier. And as a creative, I know what it looks like to work in a silo, to not look to your left and right and say what's available to me um, out here when it comes to our craft or the industry that we work in. And so this is an opportunity not only for us to network, but for people to leave with new community a space that is accepting, that is uh, championing the, the work, um, that wants everybody to win and is inclusive and accessible. Because we also have issues with it not being monolithic. Black podcasters, Black creators, Black people in general, and the world over people in general, regardless of ethnicity and nationality, uh, no one person is alike. No one's person's journey is the same. Yeah. And so we might have similarities, but we are not the same. And so this is an opportunity to kind of expand that worldview and open up minds and open up opportunities. And even bigger than that is as a platform, we have gained access to different brands and different opportunities that a lot of independent podcasters don't get access to and gatekeeping and that sort of thing. So we're working to dismantle that and provide access and tables and open doors that aren't immediately accessible to the independent podcaster. Fantastic. And I kind of want to highlight a couple of the things you said, because, you know, a lot of podcasters feel like podcasting is this siloed, I love that term, independent medium where it's you in your microphone, in your basement, in maybe a small studio that you made or a studio that you work out of, proper professional studio, depending, you know, podcasting runs the gamut. But, you know, there's this perception that podcasting is a singular activity and that it's very isolated. Right. But it's actually about those one-on-one connections that build your web and build your network and build your community. So I love what you said about that. And I think also the power of the collective is so important when you're talking about, you know, like sponsorship opportunities, making sure Black creators are given a chance in terms of sponsorship, in terms of a lot of listenership and building that community as a whole. I think that that's so important. Absolutely. So tell us some things. We're coming up to it, maybe about eight weeks. So tell us a little bit about what the programming at the conferences that you're excited about. 
So I'm always really excited about the actual day of events. And it's really because of that visibility and the representation that's there. And also the subject matter expertise that is inside of our communities. A lot of different conferences, though we speak and we take the opportunities and we take up space at existing tables and platforms, there is often being relegated to DEI efforts or conversations. And been there, done that, and had been there, done that for the past 30, 50 years. We've been talking about it. We've been commiserating about it. So for me, Afros and Audio Podcast Festival is about moving the needle, progressing that conversation, because it's not about what could be, it, it's what is. We already have this talent, this innovation, this genius, these really smart and creative folks inside of our own community. And making sure that that's spotlighted, making sure that people are able to see themselves in each other and become possibility for each other. That's the most important part of the conference. We have workshops that run the gamut, monetization, skill building, editing, production, video, all, all these things. But for me, it's really about making sure that this uh, representation is clear and that the opportunities and possibilities are understood because the podcast industry is evolving. It's not what it's going to be. It's not what it will be yet. And so we as the creators, we as the podcasters, have an opportunity, as you spoke to the collective, right? We have an opportunity to shape this in a way that supports and works for us, unlike any other industry. And, and that's really the most important piece for me and one of the big reasons behind Afros and Audio. Fantastic. So who can attend? Anyone can attend. We have tickets are on sale now. They're at afrosandaudio.com. Anyone who is interested can attend. And we have folks of all ages, all gender identities, all sexual orientations, all creeds, all nationalities. And it's really because for me as an intersectional person, it's very important that we are accessible and inclusive for all people. And this is a Black podcasting conference. so. Anyone that is that is willing to be in spaces that are respectful and understand that this is something that we've created and that's been created by and for us, everyone is welcome. Oh, I love that. And you also have a podcast network. So tell us a little bit about that, because, you know, from the larger event and the community, you're also a creator as well. So tell us a little bit about kind of how Afros and Audio shapes the work that you do as a network? Absolutely. So our network is an opportunity to tell stories. And I'm a storyteller. Again, I, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a writer and an author. Um, and I also created The Fussings uh, in 2017. So this is an opportunity for us to continue um, doing fiction podcasts, but also doing storytelling uh, podcasts. We have a one podcast series called Stories All Around Us. And that is having thematic episodes and topics where we give the space for folks to tell their own stories. So we have doulas, Black doulas telling stories. We have mental health practitioners and folks who struggle with mental health. Folks on there uh, that talk about that, gamers, nerds, anything that is a part of our narratives, our stories, we give space for that. We also have a biopic called The Turnaround Podcast, and that is one that I'm producing uh, personally, it's in the second season. And I also have about 20 recordings of my grandmother who is 90 years old. And that's very dear to my heart for obvious reasons. But also understanding that as our elders grow and they leave us, whatever stories they have inside of them go with them. And so it's really important. And again, it's for me to show the possibility and making sure that we make those connections 
and make sure that our historical stories, oral history stays alive and well. And, and that's a project that I'm really looking forward to putting out there. And yeah, that's it. It's a storytelling platform and, and we have so much more to come. Absolutely. And I love what you said about your grandmother and, you know, having her stories recorded. That's so important. And I think also, you know, within specific communities, oral storytelling really is an art form, right? Especially communities that have been marginalized. It's something where when educational opportunities weren't there, when things couldn't be written down, even that tradition of oral storytelling is so important and it feeds into podcasting so naturally that it really is such a great fit. It's beautiful. Absolutely. And I just one more point to that. So I thank you for bringing that up. For me, and it's very important, and I think podcasting is such an important medium of news and entertainment and information, because for me, you know, I think long after we start working to monetize and start working to get the downloads and the streams, all of us who are in this podcasting industry and, and are creating podcasts are leaving behind a living record of our experiences, our perspectives, our stories. And for me, that is my why behind doing this. I want the opportunity to come and I want all of that. And that's super important because we're right here and we're right now. But at the end of the day, we're leaving behind something that is so important. And that's our experiences right here and right now. And I just want more and more folks to be able to do that. Mm. No, I think that's so important and really a beautiful value that you're embodying. That's fantastic. So I want to talk a little bit about just as a podcasting community as a whole, how we can encourage Black creators and what you've seen is impactful in terms of making a difference and creating and receiving and being having Black creators be able to receive that support. Absolutely. I think a community is the utmost because when you have people that you can lean on, when you have people, because we're all people having this human experience, and we happen to be podcasters, right? We just yes. happen to be podcasters. So that means that there's so much more that goes into our journeys, our lives, our day to day. And so making sure that we are creating a space where, one, we encourage folks to get involved in podcasting because it is such an important medium for the reasons I just mentioned, but also to be able to sustain themselves because pod fate is real. And oftentimes when we think that we are going at it alone or we have an expectation of the work that we created. And we have to tell people all the time, and I'm sure, you know, this is not a new statement to your listeners, but podcast is a long game. It's a marathon, right? And so in order to get the results that you want, you have to stay committed. You want to stay consistent and you want to pivot every now and then to figure out what actually is going to work for you. And you want to listen to your community, your audience, because that's also very, very much important. And so Learning those ins and outs, uh, being able to accelerate the process by having a community that can say, oh, I did this last year. I went through that a month ago. I used this software. I learned from this person or whatever it looks like. That for me is one of the most important aspects of what Afros and Audio stands for, what Black Podcasters Association stands for, which is our online community founded by Corey Gums. And being able, as I also mentioned, provide opportunities that aren't always immediate and outward for Black folks or marginalized communities to find and take the opportunity. We all have Google. We can all read. However, access and information dissemination is a real thing and always has been a real thing inside of different industries. And so we're working to make sure that at the very least, folks have access to what they need in order to succeed and whatever it looks like for them. Oh, that's beautiful. You're right. Everybody has access to information. We all have Google. 
but it's something where, you know, having that support and having somebody just say directly to you, like, Hey, my podcast, you know, hit that roadblock or I hit that pod fade for everybody listening. Pod fade is that podcast burnout that many podcasters experience. But just to know that somebody else has been in your shoes and kind of that emotional aspect of it as well is so important. Well, Talib, it's been so much fun. I have a couple of questions for you left. Is there any shows that you're interested in right now that you want to highlight other creators that you just want to briefly mention while we're here today? Oh, so many, but <laughs> I wanted to also circle back. Richard Durham, the audio drama creator in the 1920s and 30s, his audio drama was Destination Freedom for anybody who wants to look that up. And, and we'll have that history. here in the show notes. Yeah, that's beautiful. Absolutely. Richard Durham. Perfect. Yes. And so because I'm who I am inside this space, I don't want to talk about my favorites. I know we can't <laughs> ask you to pick your favorite child, can we? Oh. Right, right, right. But we always curate our festival with the super talented, super enthusiastic folks who really do want this podcast industry to go as far and as long as it can go. I tell people all the time, we are all in this together. All of us are doing the work to make sure that our industry remains viable. And that takes all of us. That takes the creatives, that takes the audio professionals, that takes folks like you, that takes folks like me. I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> oh, it absolutely did. And I was gonna, but the last question I was going to ask you was, where do you see the industry headed? And I think you just answered that. So it has been such a pleasure. We will have the links to Afros and Audio in the show notes, along with the Black Podcasters Association and Richard Durham's podcast as well. Talib, it has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, Norma. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Podcasting Smarter. If you have any podcasting questions or want to get in touch, send us an email at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. Thanks so much and happy podcasting.